0: Hey, this is Maya from the Pack ad You're listening to Josh the Radio Pirate, presented by Emily the Engineer at Pirate Radio.
1: Welcome to episode 20 of Pirate Radio After Dark, the podcast. Damn, it feels like it's been a long time. And it has. It's been a couple months since we've done a podcast episode. We've been really focused on the radio show. The radio show is getting a lot of traction. I mean, it's almost been a year since we moved to 91.7 FM WMUH from our previous station, and uh it's definitely gaining traction it's so good to be back on the fm and i just uh if anyone listens to that i just want to thank them i really appreciate it um like i said it's been going really really well so I haven't done a podcast partially because i've been focused on the radio show and partially too because the world came to a grinding halt because of this pandemic nonsense and uh yeah i don't i was just really bummed for a while and i debated do I even want to do any interviews during this time and uh, this time could be a long time potentially so I felt it was time to I just had this thing in my head where I didn't want to do interviews during that time period because I didn't want to look back and just see how disorderly and kind of lonely and depressing this time is for so many people but with that said Something changed my mind. Uh April seventeenth, the Pack A D released a new record called It Was Fun, Well It Lasted. And I started playing on the show immediately, got a lot of attention on the show, and I fell in love with the album First Listen. Uh you know, the Pack AD is a band for some strange reason I've never listened to in my entire life, and I don't know why, because it's very much a, a band that's um thrown around in the college radio circles a lot. I don't know, they just escaped me, and I heard this one, and I'm blown away. It's their eighth full length, and um, just speaks to a lot of what's going on during this time period, and it's just just a great rock and roll record. Um, so I've been playing it, and uh, the band reached out to me on Instagram and thanked me for playing it, and I struck up a conversation with Maya, their drummer, and um, I was willing to come on the show. So on Wednesday uh, night, it... Uh, it happened. We did a little half-hour interview, and I'm really just happy with it. Um, it's hard to do phone interviews, as I've talked about before sometimes, because uh, it's hard to read body language. So you don't know when someone's going to start or stop their their um, point. So that's something I've been working on. Um, I think it went really well, though. Uh, phoners are, are always fun to do, but they're also challenging just because you're not directly looking at someone. Um, but Maya was wonderful. Kindest, uh, most thoughtful human being you could meet. And super talented musician and we had a really just natural conversation so I'm gonna play that in just a moment and uh, if you really uh, enjoy it but you're not familiar with them uh, definitely listen to some of their music Um, go to their band camp it's the best way to support them um, because they are self-releasing their stuff and they are held up in this whole quarantine nonsense going on as well up in Canada um, because it's impacting the whole world imagine that we're in this together some people don't want to face that but it's true so um yeah i just i can't say enough good things about the record and and enough positive things about the interview so um played it back on the radio show over the weekend so now it is here on the podcast for you to consume on demand whenever you'd like you can listen to it multiple times if you want i don't care um if you ever have a band that's looking for material to get played on the radio i'm not going to promise i'll play it it's got to be good and it's got to kind of fit into what we do and what we do is a new music show that features no specific genre we just play really good music um independent music that is so uh if imagine dragons emails me and says can you play our song i'm going to say fuck off you're terrible but if someone that actually knows how to uh structure music and puts their heart and soul into it sends me something there's a chance i'll probably play it our email address is pirate radio after dark at com. if you'd like to send me anything our social media accounts are as follows uh, you can just look at pirate radio after dark on facebook our instagram is at pirate radio after dark and our twitter is at pirate radio ad um, so those are the places to find us. If you like this podcast and it's new, feel free to go back. We've got uh, some episodes from the last year and a half that we've done. Some interviews and some other fun stuff with a variety of musicians and hockey players and comedians and and people working in mental health. So it's just it's fun. We we enjoy doing this very much. And I'm sorry it's been a couple months. It's just it's a weird time, people. That's all I can say. Um, but doing this radio show and. Doing it differently right now during quarantine because we're broadcasting from home and, and you know, kind of swinging into this interview with Maya helped me re-structure kind of the way I'm looking at things. And it's allowed for a lot of good growth for the show. So I thank you again for those who have been supportive. And if you're new, welcome. And uh, our radio show airs every Saturday from four to 6 p.m. on 91.7 FM WMUH Allentown. So we're in Eastern PA, but don't fear if you can't get us on your FM radio, um, WMUH streams for free worldwide on the TuneIn app. So if you just download the TuneIn app and search for WMUH, it's as simple as that to um, you know, get us pulled up wherever you are and take us on the go. So if you want to, uh, you can also check out our band. We produce the music for the radio show for the, uh, the intros and the beds and all that stuff. It's uh, me and my wife. We're called the Bedroom Invaders. We have a new record called... New Hampshire Fever Dream which you can download by going to the com. So I think that covers it. Um yeah, just be safe. Don't be ignorant, don't be stupid. I've been promoting that on the radio show. There's a lot of ignorance going on especially uh right now in our country and a lot of fighting and just people not working together and realizing that we're all in this together. And that we have to take care of each other and we can't be selfish American cowboys like we've been bred to be uh, and raised to be in so many areas. Uh, So just be mindful. Be kind to each other. Uh, Don't be negligent. Don't be anything negative. Just try to be good to each other. Uh, Taking care of each other is going to go a long way right now because the bottom line is the government's disorganized. They really don't have your interest in mind. And massive corporate america could care less about you too so just wake up think about that so i've rambled enough i think that brings you up to speed on where things are at with pirate radio after dark but um yeah welcome to the show here is my interview with maya miller drummer of the pack ad which just released their amazing new record it was fun while it lasted thank you maya so much for being kind and doing this uh it's truly an honor to have you on the show and become a fan of your band the last couple months and uh hopefully we'll meet in person and you guys get to tour again and all that good stuff um i really look forward to that hopefully one day but until then be safe thank you
2: good evening pirate radio after dark listeners whether you're listening on the radio on 91 7 fm or on the podcast welcome um i have not done any interviews in quite a while um i don't know why but it's it's just kind of due to this whole crazy state of the world thing. I've kind of held off in interviews, but there's a record that came out a couple uh, weeks ago that I've been very fond of. And for those of you who've been listening on the radio, I've been playing it a lot. And that is the package new one. It's called, it was fun while it lasted. Self-released on April 17th. I'm absolutely in love with it. And I'll be the first to admit, I know nothing about this band. And I'm ashamed to say that, um, I have been doing radio for 16 years, and the name has always popped up, and for some odd reason, I never gave this band a shot, and I really regret that because this record blows me away. Without without further ado, I will introduce Maya Miller, drummer of uh, the PAC-AD. Welcome to the show, Maya. Well,
0: thank you for having
2: me on your show as one of your
0: first interviews uh, during this time.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate you, you know, reaching out and thanking us for playing the record, and you know, being nice enough to come on and, and take time out of your night to, to join the show. So I just want to thank you, and first of all, ask how are you? How are you doing up there? Oh wow, uh,
0: I'm doing good. Uh, we we both live in Vancouver, uh, so actually, this week, just yesterday, our province uh, has opened up a phase two of being able to be out in the world a little bit more. So. Uh, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> like uh, most anyone else, we've been, you know, uh, under sort of um, doing social distancing and uh, and uh, staying put. So um, now we're getting a little bit more license to go out. So
2: yeah. Well, that that uh, makes me very happy to hear, and I'm a, I'm a bit envious. Where I live, we've been hit really hard. One of the hardest spots in the country for the United States. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're all mm-hmm. we're all pretty much hoping that things can go back to some. Some normalcy yeah. at some point soon. So, uh, definitely take advantage of it and enjoy it and be safe.
0: Yeah. Well, I am sorry to hear that. I mean, one thing that's definitely, um, changed here is now basically masks are mandatory. Yep. So, one, um, thing that's happened and, and it is a trial run. So, um, but yeah, I, it's just obviously, I mean, we're all, <laughs> it's really hard to not talk about anything but exactly what's been going on, uh, with anyone, hey?
2: Yeah, and I, I did have some some COVID stuff in the interview, so I guess since we kind of just started with that, I'll just go right into that right away. I mean, sure. um, you know, Pirate was uh, promoting the record for, for you, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, I downloaded it the day they sent it out, and I basically just threw it on my phone and, and listened to it while I went for a run. And it was, you know, right around the time things were getting pretty bad here where I live mm-hmm. with the whole virus, And I just remember the first two tracks, especially um, just the way, you know, everyone interprets music differently. And, you know, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, with track two, the out, stay out, stay out of my head line. And then with, Mm -hmm. you know, track one, give up uh, the whatever I was back then. I'm not like that now. Tell me you're scared. Who cares? We're all scared somehow. I mean, obviously it wasn't Mm -hmm. written about COVID and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. but those just kept rattling my head for weeks. They still kind of are those lines because I think, you know, it just speaks to the anxiety that I was feeling. And maybe that's why the record resonated with me so much at first. But I mean, um, Mm -hmm. I had read some backstory through Pirate, you know, saying that uh, before this was released uh, as a band, you you said you were going to kind of halt the full-time touring. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, well, what we had done is uh last year we concluded that we were going to not do sort of the big cross-Canada tours um, mm-hmm. because t- Canada's vast and the in-between drives between shows can be up to 10 hours. So, um, you know, we've been doing that for years. Yeah, I just wanted to take a break from that. So we were scaling back um, and trying to focus on doing smaller tours. So that was already in the works. And then, you know, honestly, we decided to put this album out and kind of figured that um, this would be the last album for a while. Um, you know, nothing dramatic. We're not breaking up. Um, and in fact, maybe there'll be something else. But right now, we just kind of felt like this was a good place to leave off. And uh, and then, obviously, the pandemic happened. So now um, we can't even tour the album till you know, who knows when. <laughs> So that's thrown a spoke in our um hiatus plans because now it's totally stretched out um the life of the album inadvertently, which is not a bad thing, but it's just a weird thing
2: so can Can you talk a little bit about you know the the concept of the record, especially the artwork, and you know mm-hmm. a lot of the the meaning behind it, yeah,
0: so most of our uh Uh, most of our songs we write about, we, we both tend to write about, uh, a lot about anxiety and depression, um, and that has been kind of a through line in the last few albums. Um, when it came time for, uh, this one, the first song actually is more so, um, about our experience in the music industry, um, and just sort of, um, you know, being a duo because it's, you know, on, on top of everything else, uh, uh, it's very it's very insular to just have two of you uh, for as long as we have, and uh, and being women in rock music is uh, also another thing. It's like um, it has its stressors. So that song was was basically about that. When it came to the album title, I mean, it was re- we came up with the the title was fun while it lasted, you know, as a play on the fact that we were planning on taking a little bit of a, a hiatus uh, on recorded music. And then when we did the photo shoot for the album, that was just uh pure of the moment. Uh, originally we were gonna have the photo cover be us and garbage on a beach because a lot of our songs also are about uh uh climate change and and the environment and it just turned into um like let's put bags on our heads and we're like tragedy comedy masks. And then, you know, in the background, there's an oil tanker. And then all of a sudden, we release it at a time when it's like, oh, that looks a little on the nose.
2: <laughs> and it, it wasn't meant to be. It's so wild, though, like the timing of it. And it yeah, just seems so surreal. And that's, that's why I brought that up. And I'm sure you've been asked about it before. But it's just like, mm-hmm. as someone, again, who that was the first time I ever really listened to the pack AD, I was like, mm-hmm. holy crap, like this is everything right now. that Like, the total package. And I just... What was that like as a band releasing that, not necessarily expecting that the world was going to come to a halt? You know? Oh,
0: it's... Yeah. Well, it's as you say, it is completely surreal. It's still surreal. I mean, um, it... I mean, we did have an option. Uh, You know, things uh, really... uh, We started um, doing uh, self-isolating here in Vancouver on March, like, March 11th, 12th. And so uh, we had the opportunity or just before then to make a decision to, like, we could have put off putting out the album based on what was already starting to happen, but it kind of just seemed like, why would we do that? I don't think art should stop, um, and this is what we do. So we decided to release it. But, I mean, it has been weird because, I mean, like, it feels you know, so on the curve. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's just there's no way of predicting that kind of thing.
2: I really appreciate, you know, any artist that continues to to put art out right now just because I think art heals, and it, it gives an outlet not just for the artist but for other people to experience it. I can tell you, you know, this record's meant a lot to me over the last couple weeks, you know, um, and it, it really warms my heart to hear that, you know, you guys have a focus on uh, writing about mental health in in my mm-hmm. real life profession. You know, I do the radio thing cause I, it's my passion. Um, but my real mm-hmm. profession, I'm a, a family therapist. I, I do therapy. Oh, um, okay. You know, so this is something near and dear to me. And, you know, the listeners of the show are well aware too, you know, I got into my profession mm-hmm. because of my own, uh, you know, struggles mm-hmm. with anxiety and mental health my whole yeah. life. And, you know, it, it's helped me heal helping others. So um mm-hmm. I, it just warms my heart hearing that that's something that's near and dear to to you as a band. Oh,
0: that's fantastic. I'm I'm really glad to hear that. That's actually that's great. Thank you.
2: Thank so you for I that. Mean, since that's something that's important to you, I guess the question would be, you know, because everyone has their own take on, you know, surviving trauma and and chaos. I mean, a message mm-hmm. to your fan base, what what would you give them right now regarding, you know, mental health and just what you think is important oh. to hear?
0: I think, for oh boy, I don't know, because everyone's got their own bag. And um, but you know, for me, it's just even when I think um, I have to be alone, I don't have to be. You know, I think that they're they're you know to let people in um, one way or the other is just so important, especially right now with a every with us having to be apart. There's, I, it's even more um, necessary that if you can have those the ability to let someone in, you know, um, to talk or it's it's beyond like it's, it's everything. So, I mean, I just, you know, I think that for us the one thing that we've had the entire time with the band and the ups and the downs is we, we've had each other. And uh, to be able to um, vent and talk and express and and then put it into the music, and I just think, um, yeah, to, I don't know, friendship. I mean, the the, the album ultimately also is about friendship, so.
2: That's beautiful. I I appreciate you, you know, being open to talk about that. I think that's really, really cool. Um, You know, you had mentioned a a couple minutes ago about, you know, being a two-piece and the the challenges with that, you know, and there's Mm -hmm. something that I think, when you find a really good two-piece of music, and I think of bands like Death From Above or Big Business or White mm-hmm. Stripes or locally mm-hmm. like Swingshot Dakota, they're, they're good friends of the show and live in, in town here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think it's about just kind of figuring out a way to make that just wall of just rock and roll. Yeah. and Yeah. How challenging was that over the years to develop? Because, you know, I obviously have not seen you live and can't at the moment. Um,
1: no, I, I hope you get Wonderful things.
2: Yeah, I've heard some mm-hmm. wonderful things about your shows and I've watched some stuff on YouTube. I mean, how difficult mm-hmm. was that to develop over time what you do and make it so well respected?
0: Um, well, yeah. I mean, I think that it just it, it definitely evolved. I think one thing that helped it evolve was just touring all the time. We just we used to tour like crazy and uh, through that we we realized we needed someone on our side, you know we need to not just be the two of us and we found that in the form of um, always bringing a sound tech with us. who would then help make us sound exactly how we should sound consistently every night. That was kind of a huge decision um, and then on, on top of that um for the longest time, Becky was only using uh, one amp and it was like a regular like not a tube amp, and then uh, she switched to using a, a all tubes and doing guitar and a bass amp and running them both at the same time. Um, so that, I tuned my drums down very low to give it sort of that uh, uh, thicker, heavier, bassier sound. And uh it just kind of came together. And then I, I know, you know, I can't speak too much for Becky because I don't understand all her pedals, but I know she's really figured out something <clears throat> really sweet in her uh, guitar sound that uh, sounds uh, like there's more going on, so... Yeah, I don't know,
2: just little things like that, I suppose. It's quite a a difficult task, and I, I any band that can do that, and and the two of you are definitely in that category for me, is a band that can really nail it. Um, it's it's an impressive thing. I, I I think people that maybe don't really listen to music and 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 spend a lot of time with music realizes how difficult that is. So I, I just I was curious. Mm-hmm. It's Just a a really yeah yeah hard sure. thing to dial in. But, yeah, it
0: is. That, what, yeah.
2: hundred percent is. So, uh, you self-released this record. Was that, I mean, you have been on labels before, obviously, I mean, what, yeah, what's the, the process like, uh, with the self-release? Is that, um, something you really enjoy at this point or, you know, kind of where, uh, where no, actually what,
0: yeah, yeah, this was just, um, kind of tying in with the fact that we were ultimately thinking of, uh, Taking a, uh, having a hiatus for a while. So, you know, honestly, not releasing on a label just sort of and making, it cut out sort of a middleman in terms of um, what we were going to do with it and how quickly we were going to put it out and and how we were going to treat the, the whole release. It just seemed kind of free uh, the process a little bit, timing-wise, um, because we could change the timing to whatever timing we wanted, really, um, which was uh, helpful. and. And it it also, it felt kind of like an honest way to uh, usher in, you know, this possibly being uh, the last one for a while, because when we first started off, we self-released our first album. So, you know, it kind of feels like a nice little bookend.
2: Makes sense. So, you know, when the music industry, you know, in the last 20 years, there's obviously been a ton of change with the fact of the digital age of music and forcing bands to change the way they tour and deliver merch yeah. and all those things that have been talked about to death. I mean, the fact of now mm-hmm. moving into this current situation, I, I've seen yeah. a number of bands starting to get creative, um, you know, with
3: mm-hmm.
2: t- Twitch shows and all that stuff. I mean, what do you personally think may come of this that's going to help in a positive way shape independent artists? Um, well, wow. <laughs>
0: Well, I think one thing that maybe could change is maybe there could be some uh, value added back to the recorded product um, that, uh, you know, and maybe we'll see sort of an uptick in album sales, whether it's digital or physical, um, because there's, we're missing these opportunities to go see a performance. Um, So maybe that, I would hope that would happen. Uh, As far as, like, um, we even did a live stream uh, on Twitch, uh, actually on album release day. But, you know, all we could do was was acoustic. I mean, well, Mm -hmm. Becky's plugged into an amp, but, you know, I couldn't play drums. And, uh, you know, it works for us. We can do it, but we don't like to do it because it doesn't really sound like how we sound. Um, I think that some other bands, I mean, I know a lot of bands that actually can't stand doing acoustic Um, because it doesn't sound like how they would normally sound. I mean, I think that's a tough one for a lot of sort of louder bands. Um, I don't know. They're talking about opening up drive-ins so people Mm -hmm. can drive into a car and and, uh, watch a show. I mean, that might just be... Yeah, I think that'd be very cool. That's a whole other thing to organize. I mean, how do you... That's
2: a lot to organize, but that would be an option. I think that'd be an okay option. But, I actually, yeah. have that's, that's a new one to me. I've heard a lot of different uh, theories of what can be done to, to, you know, bring live shows. And I haven't heard that one yet, but that's really cool. Uh, thank you for sharing oh, that. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah I, no I've, problem.
2: I mean, yeah. I'm generally interested to see what comes of it. Um, like, I'm a big David Bazan, Cage the Lions fan. And, um, you know, he's played on the show before. And I you know, getting to watch him evolve over the years with his craft and taking it to house shows and, like, just kind of figuring out a way Mm -hmm. to make music work for him after all these years Mm -hmm. where he can be independent has been an interesting process. And, you know, there's been other bands that have, Mm -hmm. you know, been venturing into territories before that. And I'm very just curious to see where bands take this. You know, I hope something, you know, gets figured out soon. But in the meantime, I hope bands like, you know, the two of you can figure out something as well Mm -hmm. People mm-hmm. want live music, people want music in general,
0: I know they do, and also I mean i what my primary concern that I'm thinking of is not so much even the bands. I'm thinking of all the venues
3: mm-hmm. I mean
0: yeah. like all these places are they need to start opening up again um but you can't do it safely. there's just no way so you know i'm I'm concerned about that aspect of our industry and and all the the tech um the sound techs and loaders, crew, everyone. I mean, it's, it's the whole industry has been just, you know, really blindsided by this. And there's not a lot of options. So um, I hope that there are some creative things that can, then hap- that can happen from it, for sure. I mean, it's really, um, I know a lot of people's livelihoods have been really quite affected.
2: Yeah, it's like the Wild West now. But yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So, yeah. you know, as someone like myself that, Really, uh, the PAC-AD is completely new to me. And I am correct in saying you have eight full-length releases. Is that correct? Yeah, this is our eighth, yeah. Okay. What would be the three, and I know people change their case over time, including musicians Mm -hmm. with their own records, but Mm -hmm. what would be the three most important records that the PAC-AD has put out to you right now? And and why would you say those? So when I go back after this interview and check out the other records, uh, I kind of know what I'm getting into.
0: Okay, well, I can't say it was fun while it lasted because you've been listening to that oh um, well, I could okay sure, I'll throw it in um then i would uh wow i actually you know if uh if you've got kind of a hankering for a little sort of more even more punk uh mm-hmm. i would I would do we kill computers we put out in two thousand and ten that was our third album okay uh so we kill computers and then uh oh gosh, I'd probably pick uh Positive Thinking, which has our song, Yes, I Know.
2: Yeah. Cool. I appreciate it. I will be uh, delving into those this week. Right on. Um, So, you know, with the whole thing of, you know, you mentioned it sometimes 10 hours between shows when you do travel Mm -hmm. across country in Canada. Mm -hmm. I've talked to a lot of bands on the shows over the years that just talked about the wild nature of, you know, living on the road and and being on the road. You know, they've compared it Mm -hmm. to kind of the chaos of being a a truck driver. Um yeah, yeah. you know, are a long haul driver and you're basically yeah. a professional mover of items. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what would be would there be like any uh, crazy story that stands out to you from the road that, that you'd be willing to share with uh the fans?
0: Oh I uh off the top of my head, uh it's uh nothing's coming to me right now. I mean there's just been so many. There's been so many years of it. I will say that lately, um, because I have been denied touring All my dreams are filled with tour. I'm always trying (laughs) to set up a show and organize something and we're always running late and Becky's guitar is getting stolen out of our van and uh you know, we're organizing like five band bills for five nights in a row and then we're supposed to play the six nights that we haven't practiced for three months and you know, it's like, yeah, so basically all the touring is happening in my brain at night.
2: That's awesome. And since you're interested in mental health and maybe you're aware of this already, but we were actually just talking about it in one of the clinical trainings I had at work. There is a big Mm -hmm. phenomenon for the last two months with the whole pandemic that people are having Mm -hmm. quarantine dreams. If you Google quarantine dreams, there's tons of psychologists actually writing on this topic that people are so overloaded during the day that they're having Mm -hmm. these wild dreams, exactly what you're describing um because it's wow. the only way to process, you know, the the day to day cuz if you didn't have the dreams you yeah. could probably, you know, drive yourself crazy. So that's mm-hmm. very interesting that you shared that.
0: Oh, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, I mean,
2: well, uh,
0: who amongst us living has encountered something of this proportion uh, on it and its effect on everyone at the exact same time in a way that is palpable that we all have to, one way or the other, participate in. Like, this is, this is you know, it's it's an interesting time to be alive.
2: I'm with you on that. It's uh, hard to just wrap your head around some days.
0: Yeah. Most yeah. days,
2: every day. Um, mm-hmm. So I just have a couple questions yet. Um, you know, you kind of mentioned the future of the band. Um, you know, is there anything mm-hmm. else that fans should be looking towards the future with uh, the Pac-AD that, you know, Maybe oh happening. yeah well uh,
0: um, we are going to actually probably do another live stream maybe as soon as uh this weekend, but probably next weekend is looking like uh where I just go on Twitch and play video games, so cool. that's exciting, and <laughs> I'll answer questions um we're also uh we're rescheduling our shows right now as we as we're speaking, and we will get out and tour as soon as we can and and uh. Yeah, I mean, stay safe in the meantime.
2: So what is a way that fans, you know, can help you out as a band right now? You know, what's going to be the most meaningful way to to help you since this is your profession? Oh,
0: um, well, as with any band, uh, if you like our music, uh, consider buying it. Um, That would be my my first thing. Um, And I say that in regards to all music out there. If you if you can afford to throw a, a few bucks to, to any band out there, then uh, you've you've totally done your part.
2: Is your bandcamp uh, help? Is your bandcamp? Yeah. Oh yeah. Words?
0: We yeah. Uh, well, Bandcamp is um that's directly us with the physical products, but you can buy it digital on all the the usual suspects, iTunes and Apple and so forth. But yeah, we have a Bandcamp page where we have all our albums and t-shirts and poetry.
2: And to the listeners, uh, for anyone concerned about having things shipped into the US from Canada I can attest cuz I ordered the record directly from the band it came in about a week which blew my mind and I was actually talking to my yeah. about that online but yeah very fast yeah. shipping so you'll get Yeah the um later.
0: our yeah our postal service is on it I I like their and and also uh the US postal service is on it it seems to, to me from my experience for what I've had to do too it's been the most the quickest and the most uh trustworthy service going
2: so, yeah. so, my I typically, on my Saturday radio show, I focus on new music. That's what the show is really about. So, is there any suggestions you would make to anyone listening that music that's recently come out that they should check out?
0: Oh, um, uh, yeah, I just picked up the newest, uh, um, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Uh, I want to say Emdu M- Maktar,
2: mm-hmm. or Madu Mukhtar. Mark- T- I would get that. That album is awesome. I know exactly what you're saying, and I, I don't know yeah. how to pronounce it either. So
0: Yeah, I know. It's M-D-O-U. Yeah. Anyway, fantastic uh, psych rock from uh, Niger. It's amazing. Cool.
2: Yeah. Thank you. And uh, if you were stuck on Desert Island, because my, my old co-host used to always ask this, what would be the only record, if you could only take one record with you, that you would have to listen to until you were rescued, hopefully.
0: Okay. One record. All right. Yep. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh. Uh, okay, it's a tie. I have a tie.
3: Fair I can at least come
0: you. up with two. Can I give you two? Absolutely. Okay. Frank Ocean's Channel Orange. And the other one would probably be Laurie Anderson's Mr. Heartbreak.
2: My buddy Tyler would be very impressed with both of those picks. So I'm going to have to tell you.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Very nice, very nice. Um, but I guess last thing I'm just going to ask, you know, from from my vantage point, because, you know, the news in America is so hard to trust. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems like Canada, from what I'm being told, and, and the few contacts I have in Canada is doing a much better job than the United States, which doesn't surprise me at all, handling this mm-hmm. whole uh, situation. Is there... Anything going on in Canada that you think is being done well or that maybe people in America aren't necessarily listening to out of our own ignorance and and misguidance that you would say is working well in Canada
0: um yeah, the only thing I would say that that is working well is that 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 people here really for the most part are just um have been really been respecting the stay at home when you can um and and giving people space and now wearing the masks. Everyone's really, really into kind of having this um change. And the only way and we seem to all agree that it'll change if we just keep doing this in the meantime. And it it has, it's been working really well um so far, knock on wood of course. But uh yeah, just it's the same old stuff we just get told constantly, wash your hands, keep your distance, um, keep your certain people that you see. And don't have it in excess of, like, four people. Um, and uh, and try and stay home and not uh, get out in the community and don't travel. I, I don't know. We just keep getting the same messages every day. We get um, daily briefings, as it were, on it. And, um, yeah.
2: That makes me happy to hear. Because there's a lot of folks in America here that... Uh, just feel like their rights are being taken away. So they're just angry and trying to fight people. And that's really unfortunate and makes me very sad. My wife has been saying for the last few months that if if she had the chance, she'd much rather be in Canada right now. So I, uh, I'm happy yeah. to hear that. that your your community is taking things seriously and I really wish you all the best with all of this stuff
3: thank
0: you so much uh, I really, really hope that eventually um, your country will start sort of giving one message because yep. from what I'm hearing it is a lot of mixed messages and it's, and then people get upset Yeah,
3: very much so
2: so if people yeah. want to find the PAC-AD where are some of the best places to find you and follow you and all that stuff uh, the easiest is just hit up com,
0: and that's our website, and all the links are there. Um, so, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook,
2: Bandcamp, Spotify. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to wrap up, but um, before we get off, I do want to do a uh, station ID if you're OK with that. Of course. Um, so, sure. yeah, I just want to thank uh, Maya from the PackAD for taking time out of the day to talk to me and join us on the show. I'm, very regretful, like I said, that I have not been listening uh, sooner, but I have all this time now to go back in the catalog, and the A D S record, it was fun while it lasted. It is absolutely going to be on our top list for the year uh, for the show. So I honor having you, and I really appreciate you. you being kind and uh, joining us, and, and again, I wish you the best and, and to be safe.
1: You as well. You as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. As I mentioned at the start of the show, Emily and I have a band. We're called The Bedroom Invaders. We play a couple tracks off our new record right here. And uh, we can be located for downloads of our records uh, by going to thebedroominvaders.bandcamp.com. We also got merch on there. All very handmade and all very cool. Uh, so check it out. Again, that's bedroominvaders.bandcamp.com. Thank you guys for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks again to Maya Miller and the Pack ad Best of luck with the new record, and be safe. Thank you, guys. We'll see you soon.